0: We're going. <makes noise> Welcome <makes noise> to Diablitz. <tablets. makes noise> <makes noise> and if a dog choose shoes, whose shoes does he choose? If a dog choose shoes, whose shoes would he choose? I choose. I said it as though I was from a, a, a Latin American country. I thought I thought of thinking of thanking you. I thought I thought a putty tag. I thought I thought a putty tag. I did, I did. Buffer and succotash.
1: The Caliendo cast. With Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western
0: civilization. <laughs> I saw that putty tent, <laughs> Sylvester the Swami. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, stop bouncing around. I, he I don't thought, remember. You don't remember? That. That? He thought the, he thought that the mouse was uh, the kangaroo that oh, uh, right. the box opened up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. A, the biggest mouth I've ever seen, <laughs> and he had to fight him. <laughs> and he would just stop bouncing around. Wait, you're Sylvester. It sounds like all, Tigger.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah,
0: I don't remember how Sylvester sounds that much. Uh, the friend, Yeah.
1: Do you think any of those cartoons could be done in this day and age because they're all Violent. speech, but they're all speech issue oh, that's true their base i don't know what the
0: politically correct term is but speech impediments is what we would call them well at least the last one i remember was homestar runner did you ever watch homestar Runner? no it was about probably 15 years ago homestar runner was this silly youtube cartoon or whatever but uh how did that thing sound he was like uh we're going to a halloween costume party and you've got worst place <laughs> and he just was completely like it didn't it was a mental disorder, what he had, but it was hilarious homestar runner is ready for you at any time <laughs> what yeah and it was just homestar runner was hilarious because that's him now, there's the picture and homestar was I, just I you never, I've saw never saw him this the first place you have the best costume here no question now now you however are worst place and how do they
1: describe this guy as he's. Just, i don't know it was just, because it's not described it's like as a mental high.
0: disorder. No,
1: he's but just think about uh, think about every cartoon. No. Elmer Fudd was Elmo Fudd. All, all had speech impediments. Yes, yeah. uh, Daffy Duck. Yeah, everybody was. You're right. Everyone had a thing. It was that's where Mel Blanc. He
0: would go. He, he would must probably have just, yeah. Go, a bunch go
1: of... around stuttering. Porky Pig.
0: Come on, man. Everything was was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean n- nothing is just a
1: character. No. It's all, and that's what a lot of characters come from, are sounds. But, but it divides
0: a normal voice from like a distinctive one, a lisp or yeah. a stutter or something like that. Home <laughs> just hello. That is a funny a voice. Very funny voice. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Hello, Marzipan. <laughs> he had a friend named Marzipan. Oh, hello, Marzipan. <laughs> it's all with, it God, the,
1: i What's really funny is that <laughs> the point of view of the character mm-hmm. is almost your co-host Brady. <laughs>
0: oh, it's very it's, yeah, maybe
1: it's almost Brady to. without the raspiness. Ah. It's the same. Hello, Maude Pad.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. And Kirby, oh. his daughter. It's yeah. a mix. Hello, Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby's graduated from sounding like Yoda to being uh, Kirby D. Williams. Uh, another st- because for whatever reason we were asking. I said, well, she's twelve now. She's about to blossom into womanhood as that happened. And <laughs> Brady said, and this I've never heard from a father, yeah, she's starting to get a little mustache. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's not how it works at all. It's kind so of Italian. Yeah, it does there. Well, it I mean, does for you, but I mean, it's you know it's supposed right, to. For her, I'm like, I don't think that's a sign of her <laughs> she, that's, becoming a but woman. But is he being serious about yeah. this, as and though and so this we was... started laughing. And I'm like, now she, because she used to, when she was a little kid- But he wasn't like, joking. No. <sighs> sounded like Yoda- when she was a little kid, because she, she one of the first things she ever screamed at me was, you live in a frog patch. And then she ran away, and I'm like, what the hell was that? Wait a second. It's Grover, not because well, she's not the no, backwards. She, she, it was everything except the backwards. Then we just turned it into the backwards, because okay. she didn't make sense. Like, nothing oh. made sense. Like, we don't know what you live in a frog patch means. My guess is that she was watching something on TV. I one something. of want to have I'm telling you, I wish you'd come up with that. Yeah, I know. it would have been great. I mean. Well, it's it's a pretty great cartoon. They've done other stuff too. Uh, uh, two, two, uh, two eggs or something. I forget. It's a good one. But now she's yeah. Now she's Kirby D. Williams because she's got a mustache. Daddy, you're a good friend. Let's have a COP Forty Five, just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> she ends up in a hot tub with her dad, uh, uh, brushing her mustache. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're going to find out exactly where you're from, Fred.
1: All right. So this so week. That. Uh,
0: all right. C- coming up,
1: we're going to have uh, Michael Lombardi, who we've talked to before, worked with Bill Balichek. He's been all over the NFL. He's going to give us some in- inside information on what's going on in the NFL. He does some betting shows and stuff like ah, that, too. Ah, cool. Scott Long is going to be back to talk some football. Um, he just bets. Yeah, he he's a better. He might not have anything to bet with right now i um, sure he's hoarding all the money he can. I've got to find out if he's doing some uh, Zoom appearances. It's oh, got to be brutal. <laughs> I'm starting to get asked a lot of that, and I, I say things like, I will do a podcast format. Right. I will, do, uh, I will talk with the company. You can interview me. I'll take questions from audience, just have a, uh, but no a moderator. Stand-up. But stand-up I just don't believe will work. Well, your stand-up might because you just blow through the reactions. But it would just go so fast. Yeah. It, would be, it would be an hour's worth of stuff in 15 minutes. Yeah, you would... would Louie you, yeah, you told got... me that one time. He's like, you ever did one of those car prints? <laughs> and you're, I was in Hawaii, and I got done in five minutes. I like, hey, I'll give you the rest of the money back. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> um, so you are... See that ass
0: back there? <laughs> Caliendo Cast. Clean it up for me. I haven't seen it in years. You're Caliendo Cast John. At gmail.com. Yes. It and almost I... rhymes. <laughs> Caliendo Cast. That's what yeah. Billy D would make it rhyme. Kirby went I went. I cast John at gmail.com. I went for slant rhyme on it.
1: That's a I good. like that. And mine has no rhyme. I'm Caliendo Cast Frank right.
0: at gmail.crank. Oh. <laughs> I've been on that site before. It's not good. <laughs> I have... I've pleasured myself to those emails. Um,
1: yeah, caliendo.castfrank at gmail We'll see if we can figure out how to use them. I have no clue. You
0: have never even signed into a Gmail before. Probably not. Can't find. I don't know. I don't even know where to go. Can't find the Gmail. I would have. Yeah, I've never known where the Gmail spot is. <laughs> I don't. Uh, what do you? Just go to gmail.com there. Uh, it's Google. So you just sign in in Google. Oh,
1: you can. That's, all right. that's one way. Or just go download the Gmail app and- and He's
0: uh, a uh, Yahoo guy. Okay, we're going to have to go through this. Yeah. It'll be a step-by-step.
1: I, you think? I can form. figure yeah. things
2: out
0: when I want to. Yeah, you saw.
2: That's the-, you were, yeah. the one who,
1: <laughs> you were the reason I got these email I addresses. Yeah, because you're like, I'd like to see if anybody cares about oh, me on true. this show. That is true. And I've been getting messages all over the place. People come to me from Instagram, Twitter, yeah. and even- uh, even starting to get stuff on TikTok now. All right, so no, you're not going. So that's why I can't go on that. Oh, I volunteered you to do a TikTok live for five oh, minutes today. No, no, if you want
0: to, I, I will. Know. I'll do it just because. Well, a lot of people keep asking for you. That's not true. That see, is one hundred. Uh, this is why I'm going to therapy. One hundred percent struggling with my uh, my uh, self worth. There's, no, I've always had like this insecurity thing. Half the reason We all have about. a little bit of insecurity. Of it. Yours is just Oh, bleeding re- over right de- now. Oh no, it's been that way for my whole life. Really? My mom and I talked about it just yesterday. She goes, "You were always that way with a little I she had to walk me to my class until second grade. God, you are just like my son. Yeah, I did not no. want to leave the house. No, my daughter was like a kid You're touched just me like in 5th grade and I quit. Touched uh, you touched just- my just my arm. Oh, I thought like, this no, was there's so no weird. touching. We're leaving here. Oh. I, I, i've always had oh you it, so. were you were me tooing early it wasn't even sexual i know yeah it doesn't have to <laughs> it was Alyssa milano just, which oh. is odd uh, but yeah
1: come on man
0: yeah, come on man but the uh yeah i've you know that's why i don't want any of these things the reason i said we should get emails to see if anybody even cares if i'm here was more of a cry for help uh and then you went off mm-hmm. and got emails for god's sake well i was like, because you yelled <laughs> at me at how, how unprofessional I <laughs>
1: um yeah, but I'm getting them on. Uh, some of them are the uh, some of them some of I truly believe this uh, believe this when they're saying it. They're like Holmberg's better than you. There are oh. people, and then there are other people that uh, just are egging me on, and I don't know which is which. Yeah, but I said uh, I did a I did a TikTok live yesterday, and people were asking about you. So, but it's the same questions over and over. It's weird. Can you do this? Right. And then I do a little bit, and they're like, Can you do this? Because <laughs> they just it's come never in later. Enough. Yeah, it's it, well. They'll be like, "Do some Al Pacino," and then twenty minutes later, "Do some Al Pacino." Yeah. It's the same guy. It's, it sometimes it yeah, is. Yeah, sometimes maybe. say the same line. Yeah, <laughs> do it the, again. Take two. It, um, maybe
0: it's a Coppola. Maybe he just I, doesn't I, like how you're I, delivering it. I, I, right? <laughs> <laughs> I pulled off a great Ray Liotta on there the other day. Your Ray Liotta uh, was great. The first, you sent me one. Oh, on it's uh, good. Paulie
1: might have moved slow, yeah. but it's only because Paulie didn't have to move for anybody.
0: It's beautiful, and it's, you know it's Chris Evans. With New
1: York It's very close Yeah Five years ago We yeah. lost all of us Yeah We lost malls We lost concerts <laughs> We lost a part of ourselves I turned it it's into COVID uh, Chris Yeah Yeah that's good um, Yeah so uh, Oh I've got We've got to send the uh, Stuff off to Do you yeah. have Lombardi's number? I don't think so uh, Send me Send me the link And I'll send it on to him Because I didn't ask if uh, When I was co-producing hey, here Hey The lighting I'm pleased with that With what? The way I look right now. Oh, finally. That's never. No, happened. no, no, though. No. That's Mike Ermontrout you're looking ah, at. Ah, damn it. It's the bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did you send Scott the link as well? Did you send him that? Not yet. I don't want him to get in early. Okay. So, um, this was the other thing I wanted to talk about before we get into our uh, magical guest retour. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, my my wife, Michelle, comes up to me today and she's like, do you hear what's going on with the school district? I'm like, no, because my daughter's in cheer. Right. And they're making them wear masks during cheer. Right. And they're upset about it because they're tumbling with masks on, which is kind of weird. Um, they are had neck gaiters on, but you can yeah. take the neck gaiter off. It's a it, Football, I don't believe is wearing it, but all the districts are different. So if you play in your district, you have to have the masks on, and parents can't come to games. But if you go to an away game, you can go to games. Parents can go to games, and they don't have to wear the masks outside the district, or at least the other team. Why doesn't don't have you to wear just lie and go to your kid's game and sit in the away section? Because Oasis. people are showing up from. We think it's the band people uh, because the band people uh, created this. But anyways, so now the school district. Is mandating the mask, but you have to buy a mask from a certain company. Oh, that sounds weird. You're right? getting swindled, doesn't that feel? It's a complete al- grift. And not only that, the company isn't even in Arizona. The company is in Studio City, California.
0: Are they which, printing like uh, the school's name on it?
1: Uh, I guess they are. There's some. So you have to have like it's a uniform. Part of the yes uniform. but you have to pay for it you know well, you have to uniform.
0: pay for the uniform anyway uh not on not on all, not all that just give them a cheer uniform
1: uh they do they do yeah they have like three uniforms you have to buy one. Oh. well that's the same with masks um, probably they probably just want it to be uniform. i don't agree with it like with football you have to buy your helmet yeah uh you you get your own helmet man
0: it's so different than when we were kids they used to used to buy the whole thing yeah well, you you would yeah the parents or you mean the they school? they would make you buy oh our school used to stuff. just I mean it was covered for the most part but like equipment and stuff our school just and we had a rich school but I provided remember everything at Waukesha like, I uh, well like Little League even you had to pay for the uniform as part of the fee well Little League's different yeah well, it, high school true. high school it used to be provided I thought there was a fee for all the sports
1: not when I was a kid oh. no unless Hunky. I'm Italian yeah maybe it there wasn't one for you it. hey
0: you know what. Let's just make it so this kid can play, huh? A- he doesn't need to pay nobody. He pays in talent. Yeah, I think that's the way uh, it was. I think there was some sort of a thing you have to buy. But if we it's didn't anybody, have to do anything. We, but I'm they don't want you. the kids rolling around with, like, crazy dumb masks and, like, something that doesn't match. So they're probably mandating at least have a matching mask for one photo. But um, they should provide it. But yeah, but if think. you School's have to wear over. the same mask every game, you can wear different socks. Yeah.
1: Is it a private school? No, the it's a public school. It's public school. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. They don't pay for anything anymore. No,
1: they, well, there's no, there's no budget for that. Yeah, though. so. And I'm not, I don't even have an, a, a big issue with that. But the they, kids can go to school with any mask they want. Yes. Okay. But on the sport, they have to... It's it's kind of see It's that. not mandated by the school. It's the school district oh. saying that they have to have it. And they've got to deal
0: with that group.
1: And it just seems odd to me that, one, they're going out of state... And two, they're mandating that it can't be yeah. any mask. It has to be there. And not even, like if they said, you have to wear a black mask yeah. just to cover your face. Everybody gets a black mask. Everybody has a black mask. That would make one thing. But when you have to go through the exact same company, is everybody's there, wearing different shoes. Is there something with a
0: vent on it or breathing? I looked at it. It kind of looks it. homemade. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, that would kind of be a liability thing. I'm just trying to figure out why they would do that if it wasn't a grift. Because it feels like they're making you go, spend some money with their friends. That's that's yeah. the big, big yeah, that's not yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, other than I'm happy, I don't have children. Yeah,
1: that's a. Let me tell you what happened. Somehow Siri got on on my phone after I, I
0: sent the stuff to. She's been a stenographer for what we just. Yes, yeah.
1: for this to going to Michael Lombardi. I'm not sending it to him, but that was just all of it. About five
0: hundred lines. <laughs> crap. I'm trying to send it. Is he coming uh, on? He's got it. There he is. There he is. Look yeah. at that guy. He looks good. He looks great. He looks tan. He's been out doing stuff. There he is. Hello? Yeah. Hi, Michael Lombardi. Uh,
2: Hey there. How are we doing?
0: All right. Great. How are you? Uh
2: uh, uh, every time I, I come on with you, I feel like I should do the one imitation I can do, which is "Oh fuck out <laughs> that, there." That's, that's a nice setup you got there, <laughs> Two great young man.
0: You know that's a double impression, Michael. Uh, that is also very close to Lars Ulrich, the drummer from Metallica.
2: Oh really? Very close. Oh fuck! I gotta meet him. <laughs> very it close. Great? It's <laughs> great. almost the exact same thing.
0: That's hilarious. Everybody did Al. Yeah. Wow.
2: Really. Everybody, everybody did out, you know, in some the organization or everybody did his impersonation. Oh, fuck it. Anytime we would quote <laughs> him, everybody went right into the impersonation. I oh, think all oh, your oh, impressions, fuck,
0: that's not what I wanted. Your oh, impression should all start with off. Oh,
1: <laughs> they will. They will. Yeah. Did, did you guys do that? Uh, did people do it in front of him?
2: Oh no, never. No, 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 no. Really. no, 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 no. So it's like a Chris Berman situation. And the good thing, Frank, was he, he wore this cologne canoe, that you could smell him coming 27 <laughs> right? so you were never in danger of getting caught doing it in front of how, him how
1: okay so how much time how much lead time do you think you had on the wafting of the canoe cologne before he got there
2: well you, you know if you smelled it you knew he was in the building so you were on a medial alert right yeah. so you're like we're bunkered down and he can only, you know he only went certain places So you had a good like if you were over in the coach's kitchen, he was never coming in there. If you were in the locker room, you knew there was like there was only certain places he would travel.
0: Would he have been aware of what you guys were doing?
2: No, he. Oh fuck that. No. no, no. (laughs) What about Mark? Did Mark know? Did did Mark never was around? Never. Mark got kicked out of the draft room. Oh, you you don't belong in here, kid. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Really? Oh yeah. And yet he leaves the team to him That's- and, and 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 you know I mean, nobody would admit that, but Al and John did not have a great relationship at all. no kidding, oh no,
0: I remember watching John Gruden tell a story about when he first uh went in for the interview, and they just talked football for like eight hours and Gruden always seemed like he was just pumped about that. he loves he just-
1: what i don 't know what it is about gruden i mean loving the Raiders before he came back, there were the rumors. That Gruden was going to go back to the Raiders, and I texted him. I go, "What's uh, all these rumors? It's crazy." And he goes, "Sorry to turn it down, man." <laughs> and that's that's when I was like, "Oh, that. I think he just told yeah. me he might be going back." This is you know a month before anybody knew. Yeah, and I think
2: the hundred million got him. I mean, <laughs> what,
0: what? that's a tough thing to say no to occasionally. Yeah, get that off. I mean, offer.
2: look, you know, I mean, there's certain women you can't say no to, and there's certain amount of money you can't say <laughs> no to. I mean, it's just.
0: Yeah, it's the Halle Berry of money.
2: Yes,
1: <laughs> it's true. Well, that was one of the. I, before we get into this a little bit, and we're going to get Scott on too. Um, I did a Tonight Show with Halle Berry. Oh, and my wife, who is insanely jealous about any woman, like it's like out of my league. Okay, completely, which is terrible to say to your wife. <laughs> right, like,
0: <laughs> you're in my wheelhouse. You're, you're right These here. These women are amazing. Yeah, you're
1: <laughs> you're <laughs> Halle Berry. No. I like you. Yeah. So Michelle has this thing, (laughs) and we brought up Louie Anderson earlier, but Louie Anderson calls her sniffy because my wife likes to sniff people. Okay. Well, I got to go. I I had to sniff Halle. She's like, you got to sniff Halle Berry. But the weird thing was- she was pitching a cologne, on, or a, a, a perfume on The Tonight Show. I believe
0: it was Canoe. Canoe, yeah. It was, I remember that. <laughs> Al Davis and her were
1: And like, so like it was amazing. normal to sniff Halle Berry, but it kind of ruined the joke because Leno's over there. He's like, I sniff you with your cologne on. You're, 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 me, 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 So he just went beaker on him. Yeah. Uh, How did it smell? Oh. Uh, he- uh Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Did she have it on? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I only smelled her. Man, I didn't even a, smell her essence. Oh. It smelled yeah. Her she essence. was one of those where you're just in the room and you're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good day. For and, me. and it's me and Leno, so I'm like the decent looking one.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if this ship goes down, she's coming to you. You yeah. know that, right? right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was like I was on a plane with Drew Carey, Ralphie May, and me. And
0: Ralphie leans over and he goes,
1: you know, if this plane goes down. <laughs> We ain't gotten top billing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Drew Carey. Drew Carey. <laughs> I've always found that funny. Michael brings it up, like you know, when the ship goes down, she's going to come to you. Why do men feel like in a plane crash or a terrible tragedy that there is going to be sex before it? <laughs> like, like we would have the capabilities yeah, it, it's
2: of being. Almost, it's, you know, we've been on Pornhub for six months now. Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's that's be true. Honest, but you know? I've
0: always felt like I've always watched people get on the plane, and if I'm alone, I'm like, if this thing goes down. That's the one. Like, like, I <laughs> think I could get an erection at that time. I know we're going to die in a second, but I'm hard as a rock. I don't, I don't feel <laughs> I that that's I think I could. I, I think I could, but it would be for all the wrong reasons. And then I'd have, like, self-value problems because it would be too fast. I'm like, I'm so sorry.
1: No, I, that's the little engine yeah. <laughs> that
0: could. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> I I but can. your <laughs> last words are like, seriously, I'm, I, this never happens to me. And then it's a, it's a plane crash, and we, we sexualize it. Well, Every man does
1: That's it. because that's what we are. Yeah. We're, that's uh, exactly right. We're exactly, hunters
0: by trade. We're yeah, just Elmer Fudds by trade. <laughs> we are just a bunch of Elmer Fudd's <laughs> hunting <laughs> vagina. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> where, the,
1: where yeah. the show's
0: going. Yeah, well, it's Michael Lombardi's fault. Sorry. Oh, fuck. It's actually Halle Berry's fault.
2: Is it Halle Berry? Yeah, because
0: once it got brought up, we went down that path. Yeah, you, you have that's to. What you going to do.
2: I mean, Billy Bob Thornton, I mean, you know, who would have ever thought that role? I mean, seriously.
0: I watched that with my dad before it came out in theaters. I got a copy of it. A friend of mine was a movie critic, and he gave it to me. I had no idea what it was months before it came out, and my friend said, this is an incredible movie. You got to watch it. So I was with my dad, and I'm like, you want to watch this? I don't know what it is, but that scene, my dad's in sweatpants, and I'm on the other couch. It's the first time I think my dad and I are in the same room, both bonered and very (laughs) uncomfortable. It was a horrible watch, and he's like, "Yeah, anyway, I'm gonna get some popcorn." And uh, like the two of us were just awkwardly, like, when does that 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 sex scene seem like it would never end when you watch with your father? That's that I'm getting into that kind of situation with my
1: kids. My daughter, we watched Forrest Gump, and there's just a couple of quick moments in yeah. there. We watched that uh. last night, and all these little things that you just go, "Ugh!" Like I I could never be in a room with my parents while something like that was going on. But my kids just sit there, because my wife just says terrible things around <laughs> everybody. She doesn't, she's like, well, they're going to hear it. You know, they, they might as well hear it from me. I'm like, I don't even get to hear it from yeah. you. So <laughs> Why aren't you telling me that? Yeah, why don't you say trashy stuff to me, you pig? <laughs> Come on. What's, what's, what's this all
0: about? Yeah. Uh,
1: so um, we're going to get into uh, a little bit. I want to tell you this, too. I, I didn't read your book. But I listened to your book. Oh, yes. oh, thank you. Yes, and you read the book. You read yeah, the book. Uh, had you done that before?
2: No, that I was could, like I the could hardest tell, Michael. three days of my
1: life. <laughs> it's, it's 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 tough to do, isn't? It? I don't think I could ever
2: do it. it. It's. I mean, I was. I live in Ocean City, New Jersey, which is right on the beach, and I had to go to this guy's house, like five miles from here. And he had a basement set up like a recording studio, and I would go in the recording studio, and the producer would be like, no, read that again, read that again, tick that. It was like three days. And I'm you like, have to shit. read
1: slowly on those things, too, don't you?
2: Yeah, and, you know, and I'm deaf in one ear, so my pronunciations are never really great, because yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I I'm completely deaf in my right ear, and I have limited hearing in my left ear. And so I don't really hear it the way it should be set. You know, like I don't have it.
1: I just noticed little things like the way you wouldn't talk, you would you would read, you would say. And that was
0: a instead of uh. yeah, yeah. like you like most of us do that. But it was these little things where I was like, oh, but do you know why they do that? And I maybe, Michael, this is you can confirm this. But I had I knew somebody that read stuff like that. And they do that because most people listen to things. Like two times faster now. Yeah, yeah. So you have to be very, your enunciation has to be on yes. point. So The producer's always like, no, say A, because uh can bleed into the next yeah. word. And so you have to yeah. you have to be staccato. I, with it,
2: I, I, I'm sure I fucked it up. No <laughs> I, I mean, that's very nice of you but, to offer yeah, but, that but, apology but, for me, but I'm sure but, I screwed what it up. What was
1: really interesting though was like all the questions I'd asked you on the last one were all answered yeah. in the book. Had so, you just read it? Yeah. Had I just like been on it like with our emails? Right. Very stuff good. Stuff like Are we trying to get Scott in still, Felino? Trying to no response yet?
0: Oh well, okay. then let's not do we're, it. No,
1: we're just getting we're get going. So. I wanted to get like just some uh, from an expert, which is what we're calling you for this. Um, that's
2: very kind of you. Yeah, that's what we do. Oh, fuck you, no expert. <laughs> God, damn
1: it. What? Uh, first of all, are you, do you have any uh, contact with the team still right now? Are you still?
2: Uh, well, my son, my oldest son, uh, Mick. He's thirty. He'll be thirty-one in. He'll be thirty-two in October. He he's the wide receiver coach for the Je- for the Patriots. And then my youngest son, Matthew, who's 30, he'll be 30 at the end of this month. He's the assistant quarterback coach at the Panthers. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I have a lot of contact with teams. I mean, I would say, you know, I get a lot of email. I get texts and all that. Uh, The people that I'm hard on, I probably don't because I don't really give a shit. (laughs) And, uh, you know, actually, Frank, the book was probably really popular with basketball coaches. Really? Yeah, like I'm like I, I've done more zoom calls with NBA coaches than probably NFL coaches
1: why do you think that is
2: because and I how do we get back on your book everybody in the NFL thinks they do what that what what I wrote in the book everybody thinks we do it oh we do that we do that we do that and right. then you know in the NF the NBA they want to know what that is you know they're, right. they're 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 curious whereas the NFL like I'll give an example Jed fish who's the quarterback coach of the Patriots, he, when I was writing the book, I was living in Los Angeles and Playa and he was working at UCLA. So we, we, we would have been friends a long time. He would come over the house and, and he would say, Oh yeah, we do that. We do that. Yeah. What are you writing about? Oh yeah, we do that. Now he's working for the Patriots. And he sent me a text the other day and said, you know, all those things I told you, I thought we did. They're never done like they're done here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's, I it- think there's a personal jealousy that people just, you know,
1: Do you think the NBA can do those things, though? I don't believe the – those coaches might think they want that, but it's such a star-driven league. The NFL is team. Team, 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 somebody goes off a little bit on a tangent, you feel that. The NBA is all about people off on
0: tangents. You stage. have to have a guy going off on his own now to be successful. But you've
2: got to get that guy to go off, right? So, yeah. like the 76ers can't get Embiid or Simmons to play at that level to really be the dog. Right. Whereas, you know, Miami can get Butler to be the dog. Butler didn't want to play in Philly because he didn't really want to play with two guys who really weren't the dog. Like, Dude. I think I, to answer your question, Frank, <laughs> I think there's a sense that there has to be some of that. I get your point, but the good teams like James Harden said the other day, he said, look, we're we're a bunch of dogs. We're we're going to come after There's yeah. Scott coming now. Do
0: you think, though, that the NFL has uh, has an imposter complex with coaches a lot of the times where uh, like like Fish was saying, oh, yeah, we do that. We do that because they really don't want somebody to put their nose in and go. No, you don't.
2: That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, and I do that all the time because when you screw up the middle eight or you screw up something and you go for it on – if you run the ball with, with – if you if you st- call a timeout with 2.05 to go in the game, you really yeah. don't have it, right? Yeah. Like you're not doing it. Like when Todd it, you know? Haley
0: called the pitch on fourth and one against the Jaguars Yeah, yeah in I the mean, playoffs. like you're not
2: really thinking about it. Yeah. So, you know, I don't have all the answers. I'm just – tell I, that book was about what I've learned. It isn't what I know. It's what I've learned.
0: Yeah, Okay. Yeah, it's fascinating because I always that imposter complex is uh, is is true in every profession. Nobody ever wants somebody better to come in and say you don't know what you're right. doing. So you just admit or you know falsely tell yourself oh, I got it, I got that figured. out. Of course we did. Yeah.
2: That. Oh, we got it. yeah, no yeah. worries.
0: Yeah, that's crazy that, that he says that though in New England it's drastically and obviously different.
2: It's it's completely different. I mean nobody and, and you don't know it until you've lived it. Yeah. like you gotta literally be in the building to understand it
1: but you have to have I mean there's so much clout in that building and so much uh you know it's it's the tradition it's everything um why do you suppose that somebody
0: then can't break off that coaching tree
2: because he's not down the hall what Frank was just saying there is the absolute gospel he he's not down the hall so when you start screaming at the players that the principal has left the building ah so when Joe Judge, who can only say fuck every three words, is fucking saying fuck, 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 fuck you to the players and ripping their asses, you know, Bill's down the hall to help him. Right. But now Joe's on his own. It's hard to go down the hall. There's nobody there to help him.
0: He doesn't have the cachet.
2: He does, Yet he doesn't have it. And yeah. it's hard to get that. For and same yeah. thing with McDaniels. Same thing with Patricia.
0: Yeah. Which is crazy because those guys are emulating Belichick in every aspect of the way. And they're not
2: authentic. They're yeah. doing Frank. They're, they're, they're doing a, an impersonation. Yeah, you think that's what that is? I think it is. <laughs> I yeah. think
0: Patricia for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, and actually, I mean, right down I mean, McDaniel. Well, the backwards
0: hat, that's completely
1: McDaniel that's in the, same Denver. As the
0: hoodie, I guess. Denver, I mean, McDaniel dressed like him.
2: Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, too, is Frank, I mean, he's got a pencil behind his ear and he's looking at a laminated sheet. When will a pencil ever work on a laminated sheet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a show. It's it is back to the imposter complex, even there. <laughs> That's never the thought of that. He's trying to draw on the Denny's menu, isn't he? With oh a my goodness. That's God. brilliant. <laughs> what do you think about the Patriots?
1: So you know, because we to us, we look at that and go, oh, they're they're just going for uh, what's his name in Clemson. There. Yeah, oh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah.
2: I mean, for me, it's like, look, I, I I think Cam is a top ten quarterback in the league when he's healthy. So he's six and two in two thousand and eighteen. He's on his way to probably winning another MVP title. He's playing really well. Hurts his shoulder. The the year falls apart for him. Doesn't win another game. Then he comes back healthy, gets the operation on the shoulder. Then he hurts the ankle. So he hasn't played in basically a year and a half. But when he's healthy, he's in the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. And they have a top coach, so whenever you have a great quarterback and a great coach, you, you got a pretty good chance to win some games. Yeah. But they had so now, many guys be a that are, they had so huh? many
1: guys. How many? They got like twenty Six. guys well, that had... decided not to play. <laughs> yeah, the whole team's yeah. out. Like I did a bit about that, where it's just Belichick going, "Listen, uh, if you don't feel like it, uh, you just don't have to be. You know, you don't have to come in. We could probably do without you this year." I mean, in the background, there's Trevor Lawrence pictures everywhere.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're tanking whatsoever. No, I don't think Belichick
0: no. can tank because this is the legacy year. Whoever yeah. does is, better, Brady or Belichick, they're they're almost in a chess match down the eastern seaboard to see. Yeah, wouldn't that be will, funny
2: if they played in the Super Bowl? You know, when when Gruden left us to go to Tampa that year, you know, and we traded him to Tampa, and then we ended up playing him in that Super Bowl.
0: Yeah,
1: which well, is insane. Well, that that goes with. Uh, John's theory that everything in the NFL is, it's is rigged opera, and ready to yeah. r- you know it's the WWE and it's all going to well, happen. Well,
0: this Belichick Brady thing couldn't fit more into a storyline of all right. Well, you know, you guys have one year to prove who is the more valuable part of the yeah. Line. But then Brady, they go out and uh, get Leonard Fournette. I tell you what, Daddy, we're going to just get everything we ever had. We're going yeah. to we're going to go get everybody. We got we got everything we ever needed. Which means it's an uh, now Belichick is an underdog story. And Brady is the best offense. Which he loved, which
2: is, you could not ask for a better situation. It's it's
0: the WWE. This thing is built for.
1: Yeah, Belichick, uh, yeah, Belichick does not want to put stars and try and win the stars. Belichick wants to
0: win with the replacements. Yeah. He wants uh, Keanu uh, Reeves. Shane Falco. (laughs) Shane Falco from Ohio State. and Gene Hackman (laughs) as an assistant coach. I'd be all over that. (laughs) Watch that for hours. What do you think about Tampa?
2: You know, I think uh, – I, look, I, I think Tom has to play to a level. He's got great skill players around him. I talked to him the other day. He says that, you know, he's going to get rid of the ball quick. Uh, they've got the great skill. I think they can be a good team. I think New Orleans is a good team. I think Atlanta is a sleeper team in that division too. I think it's a hard division to it's play. It's a tough division.
0: Yeah. Uh, and they just picked up Fournette. Yeah. So Tampa, yeah. yeah. How much do you yeah. think uh, Bruce Arians has to give up his offense for Tom Brady because Bruce Arians is a quarterback killer. He loves having those guys stand back there and sandlot balls.
2: Yeah, no doubt. He loves them to hold the ball. Yeah. So you know, and I, and that's one of the things you're worried about. But I think that I think they've kind of come to it where he's going to get rid of it. You're not going to get Tom to hold the ball. No.
0: Yeah, I mean that he doesn't fit a Bruce Arians offense at all. No. Nope. So this is a really odd match, except for. Every receiver is great now. You've got a, a yeah, backfield and he can make insane. those
2: throws to short short passes to make a big runs. You know, hits a slant to Mike Evans. Next thing you know, it's sixty yards. Yeah, he's, they're hard. They're good.
1: They're hard. He hasn't had that
0: before. Those weapons uh, it took him to get. He's seventy five years old for yeah. the weapons. He's the never had a guy who can uh, yak. He's never had that. He has guys who right. catch and possession receivers and a couple guys. But Randy Moss, maybe. But he. just right.
2: Those two would be yeah. the two best he's yeah. had, Deion yeah. Branch and Randy.
0: Yeah, but other than that, I mean, he's never really had a, a guy who can catch it five yards off the ball and take off. Deion Branch, no. maybe, but that's it. So this is this is definitely. I think it's the best offense he's ever been a part of, which is horrifying. Yeah, you have to see if they can, you know, put all
1: the pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah, that's that, gonna be the hard one. Yeah.
2: Although I say when they had Hernandez and Gronk, that offense was really forget oh. who they had on the outside. That was, I mean, because Hernandez was really hard to cover.
0: Yeah. Well.
2: <laughs> that, that could lead to a whole yeah, other section.
0: that's an hour of other yeah we yeah. get an hour of <laughs> us a different to topic because now i'm thinking well not that hard to cover i mean they got him, <laughs> but yeah that was that was a team that was ridiculous on the other side of the ball too so yeah. that was the one time the patriots were like our defense is incredible and then we can nickel and dime it to death with these yeah. tight ends
2: i mean and, and and they were good i mean they could do yeah. you know they could You know, because they could force you to play. The key to football is like if I can get in a formation where you don't really know what I'm going to do, run or pass out of that formation, and you have to kind of play around with it. Because if I throw the ball to Hernandez, you can't cover him. And if you put a corner on Hernandez, you can't cover him. If you put a safety on him, you know, now all of a sudden I'm just in one formation all the time, but it looks like something completely different. Yeah. Every time it comes out, it could be four receivers. It could be two tight ends. It could be one tight end. Remember, they put Hernandez in the backfield. They started running him. Yeah.
0: How much of that looks to, as a defense also, like it is the same formation and then you guess wrong because it's a different play? I mean, it it, 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 cat and mouse. And and
2: that's what I wrote about in the book. I mean, that's where Belichick really, I mean, he modeled a lot of stuff after Joe Gibbs. Everything looks the same when the ball gets snapped and it's completely different after that. Yeah, it's insane. Well,
1: Gruden would talk about how he'd run the same play and just make it look different before he ran the play. Right. That's, you know, it's just.
0: I remember talking to Joe Bugle about that. He said, I'd run it until they stopped it and then I'd run it to the other side. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know okay, You, you flags, can't so, be yeah. any
2: good if you, have, if you don't have tendencies. Gruden likes to – what Gruden wants to do is he wants to get in a formation where he thinks you're not going to blitz him. So, you know, if he thinks you don't have a lot of blitzes out of, say, 22, two tight ends and two backs, he might get in two tight ends, two backs, and throw it yeah. because he knows you can't blitz him. So then if you can't blitz him, he can do all his stuff out of that. And if he has multidimensional players where he can extend them out in that, then all of a sudden he's got a whole passing game. That's the chess match. That's why basketball and football is so similar because there is that strategic chess match between the matchups. You go small, you go big. How do you do it?
0: Yeah, I feel like basketball, though, you're right. I think, Frank, is uh, that, that you have to have, like you said, uh, you have to have a dog on the court. If you don't, you can't really be a cohesive five-man team and beat a one-man show that has decent play. I mean, look at Utah just going through the playoffs right there. With Mitchell, and I mean, they obviously didn't get through. But that guy carried that team alone for yeah, seven I feel games. like you need two
1: guys and a you third. Do.
0: That's pretty good. Well, you need to just have so you need to have a four-man team and a superstar. Yeah, and that's it.
2: And you got to have the guy that can score at the end. Of, with five yeah. minutes to go in the game, that guy's got to win the game for yeah. it. Like look at like Miami. Butler dominated in game one. Took game two off, dominated in game three, took game four off. You know, it's like you got to win the last five minutes of the the quarter, you know, in the NBA. If you don't have that – I mean, last night, Harden, I mean, what's-his-face, was four for 15 from the floor. He's killing them, Westbrook, you know. Westbrook, yeah. Harden took 12 shots the whole night. You know, you want that guy – that guy shooting it. You don't want Westbrook shooting it.
0: Yeah, Westbrook hasn't come back from his injury yet. But it's been fun to watch. But they – you're right. I think that you have to have that guy, that – Luca kind of thing where it's like, don't worry about it. He's got the ball, yeah. and everybody just knows, yeah. it's gonna go. I don't know. I just I see the N- NBA is so singular.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's so much about each player. Whereas a, the L- NFL is like you talk about in your book, culture and the team and sacrifice for the team. Everybody stays in the same
0: yeah. kind of room. You are, you are, uh, you you're like Tomlin always says. You're a nameless gray face. Yeah, you are just part of this team. You are a number, and you get out there and you play the game. They know who's better and who's you know who's the superstar, but right. nobody can be bigger than the team. Where basketball, I think you have to have a guy bigger than the team, or it gets messed up. It does. It does feel that way.
1: Yeah. So I wanted to get a little bit of uh, your thoughts on this season itself. Let's even start about that. What do you think? Uh, you know, some of the te- I'm not even up to date yet uh, as what's going on. Are they allowing some fans at some of the
2: stadiums? I think it's all predicated by state, so the states are going to really control it. So Kansas City will have 20,000 people Thursday night in Arrowhead because the state of Missouri, you know, is allowed it. We're here in New Jersey uh, because we are I mean we just opened up restaurants uh, on Friday this past Friday. So the, the state of New Jersey won't have anybody, neither will uh, Massachusetts. So it's all predicated on the states which lends itself to having a a competitive imbalance. But at the end of the day, I think 20,000 people in Arrowhead isn't really going to make that much of a difference in terms of hearing the snap count. You know, the number one thing in football is the advantage the offense has over the defense is the snap count, which is why when you play on the road, it's hard to execute your offense. And that's where the silent count and all that comes in. So, I, I think that you know you'll be able to pump music in at a certain decibel level. Teams are used to doing that; the, they can play with crowd noise. So I think I think they'll function. Any coach who spends any time worrying about they have fans and we don't is is losing sight of the bigger picture. For me, I think that the game is about this. This first month of the season is really about who's in really good shape because none of these guys have played a game yet, right? And you can't simulate practice in a game. I can't simulate a game in practice. It's hard. So it's conditioning. It's pad level. It, it's going to be fundamentals and techniques. So those are the three things that are going to drive the betting public or who's going to win games into September.
1: Your guess for, let's say, just this weekend's games, do you think it's going to be simplified? Simplified yeah, offenses I, and defenses?
2: I think they have to, you know, because here's what you don't want to do. You don't want to give up an easy touchdown. You don't want to blow a check. You haven't had a lot of time to work on your communication, so especially on defense where communication is vital. You know, check this, check that. I thought we were doing this. No, I thought we were doing that. And then you give up a free access touchdown. You know, go back to that game where Houston had the big lead against Kansas City. They gave up a free touchdown early in the game. You know, those are the things you want to avoid early in the season. you got to be able to play your base stuff well. You don't have enough time. I mean, what fans don't understand about football, it's a mathematical problem. Right? There's only so many hours you can practice. There's only so many plays you can execute in that practice. So if you're trying to run too many plays, nothing's ever going to go well. So you become the restaurant that could cook a 1,000 things, although none of them taste very good. You right. know, you're better off being the French Laundry and cook five things really good and know that you can cook them every, every time as opposed to trying to cook everything.
0: So you would say from a gambling perspective, a team that's reloaded their defense is going to struggle rather than a team that's got continuity and has been around for a little
2: bit. Right. I would look at the free safeties and look at the, the guy who's to make the check. Like, for example, Philadelphia, you know, they don't have Malcolm Jenkins out there now. You know, so he's down in New Orleans and Malcolm Jenkins got everybody lined up. Right, so New Orleans will get lined up. He's smart. He knows how to handle things. Uh, you know, whereas Philadelphia now, Rodney McLeod's going to have to handle all those checks, and they really don't have a Mike linebacker who's done it before. So there could be some communication issues, yeah. and especially if you play against a coach who's going to challenge those issues, he's going to move people around, he's going to force you to make checks, then it becomes a real issue. So. Simple is always the best solution. Less equals more in the NFL. I think you'll see the teams that do that. And that's why I think the guys who have been head coaches for a long time, the Mike Tomlin, the Pete Carrolls, those guys understand that we can't do everything in week one. we got to really narrow our playlist down.
1: You have a new quarterback. You have a new coach. Like uh, That's the toughest recipe yeah. out there, right? I mean, the Bengals – That's going to be, that's going to be rough. That's right. I mean, and
2: and like Carolina, Teddy Bridgewater and, and Matt rule. I mean, it's all hard, you know, Burrow's going to go out there and he's going to see things. First of all, he's going to go out there and play in the first game and he's going to see things he's never seen before. That's a B it's going to happen at a much faster clip than it's ever happened before, because you can't simulate that speed of the game in practice. You just can't. So it's going to have to be an on learning experience and, you're going to have to see how he handles it and how he responds I you know Burrows played at high level of competition at LSU, but it's still different than the NFL I think if I were handicapped in the first part of the season, I would bet less games I would I would just really watch it closely and pick two or three teams that have quarterback and coaches who have continuity.
0: would you start a rookie this year?
2: You know, I'd be damn sure. I mean, obviously some teams have to, you right. know, like Cincinnati has to start Burrow, but I think that's why we haven't seen Tua, Tua start in Miami because he's just not ready to play. There's just not enough reps to give him. It would be like putting a fighter pilot in an airplane without him having going through enough simulation to get up there. Right. You know, there's just not enough time, and it's hard, especially at the quarterback position. So, you know, Justin Herbert can look good at practice, but Tyrod Taylor gives them a much better chance to win. Ryan Fitzpatrick gives them a much better chance to win because they're experienced, and these games are going to come down to guys that have experience. Well,
1: Fitz is also great at the beginning of the yeah. season. The first four or five games, he's usually yeah. a monster, and then it all gets figured, gets figured out. Figured out. He's, he's at a different <laughs> team. But
0: that's the thing to me. If you were a GM of a team and you had that much invested in Joe Burrow, wouldn't you say it's smarter not to do this to him? And because I've th- I always thought David Carr was the one who got absolutely yeah. destroyed by the fact that they said, we're going to have to start this guy. And that was a, he was a really talented quarterback that just got thrown into a fire way before the whole team was ready. And I think it really stunted his growth. I mean, the guy never ever got out of the happy feet mode.
2: No, he gets, he was always, he got hit way too much. It's like a boxer who gets too much, hit, hit too much. And, you know, he just starts flinching at punches that never come. Yeah. So I think you got to do a good job of balancing it. I mean, they got to do a good job of keeping Burrow health, get the ball out of his hand quick. You know They've got Joe Mixon in Cincinnati. They're going to have to run Joe Mixon. They've improved their offensive line tremendously in the sense that at least they now have a left tackle. Williams, the kid they drafted from Alabama last year, he's going to play left tackle. So, I mean, Mixon gained 1,000 yards behind one of the worst offensive lines of football last year. I mean, this is really, truly a great running back. And they're going to have to let him carry a little bit of load for him.
0: Yeah, because that's going to be an eight-man front. Every time until Burrow yeah. – you know, there's no – The, especially the in that division. in that division Ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, right. you, they, there's then, nobody you know, afraid of it. If
2: you throw it on first down, if you throw the ball – everybody says a running back's a young quarterback's best friend to a degree, but really what, what makes him his best friend is that eight-man front on first and ten because now you know what the coverage is. Now you can start to run things that, that are easy for the quarterback to see. What you want to do, what you can't do with a young quarterback is get into a lot of third downs. Yeah. So if Joe Burrow has fifteen, fifteen or eighteen third downs uh, this Sunday, it, it won't be good for him because so. then it starts to get too complicated, too confusing, and something will break down.
3: Yeah.
1: Who are your going into this season? Who do you believe are the best chances? Uh, you know, who, who are the best teams? What? Who, who are you looking at?
2: Um, uh. You know, I like Dallas. I mean, I think – look, I think Dallas has got a lot of things going for them. And and I'll start with their defense. I mean, Thomas Sula, their defensive line coach, the guy used to wear the Hawaiian shirts as the 49ers (laughs) head coach. You know, probably not a head coach, but but one of the best D-line coaches in all of football – and he's got some really good defensive linemen, especially if Alden Smith is playing like he did years ago. So along with the De- DeMarcus Lawrence, I mean they-, they can rush the passer. And this offense with-, with Dak, forget the contract. You know, you got Zeke is one of the best backs in the league. You got two really good outside receivers and Cooper and Gallup. And then the inside guy is a really good rookie in C. D. Lamb. I mean, they should move the football with Mike McCarthy, who Mike runs a really you know, he used to catch a lot of shit for it in Green Bay because he ran a simple system, you know, that worked when they had great players. It didn't work as well when they didn't. So I think they can execute. I think they'll execute well and, the, and they'll be able to do that. So I, I like Dallas. I, I I like New Orleans, although they scare me because I'm not sure where they are with Joe with Drew Brees. And then as they go to Taysom Hill, that that kind of worries me a little bit there. I like Seattle, too, in, in the West. I think Russell Wilson, if they let Russell Wilson throw the ball on first down uh, in the first quarter and let him get the lead, you know, people think the West Coast offense is plays like smash seven, curl 20, bingo, cross, whatever. Right now, the West Coast offense is a theory developed by Walsh. We're going to throw the ball to get the lead. We're going to rush the passer to keep the lead. And Seattle takes the approach, we're going to run the ball to get the lead, which never really works. And then the fourth quarter, Russell Wilson's out there running around like crazy, and he ends up bringing the team back. If they let him operate in the first quarter, they could be the best team in the West. I, Why do I worry you think they stuff. don't? Because Pete Carroll's more worried about defense? I think he's trying to establish the run. I think you just can't get Pete to change his mind. I mean, Even Russell Wilson's made the same commentary that I just made. He said, look, I hope they let me throw it more in the first quarter. But he wants to run the ball. See, the the whole paradigm of of West Coast offense is probably you should be in the bottom, I would say twenty-eight to thirty second in rushing attempts in the first quarter. You should be probably twenty to twenty-fifth in the second quarter. In the third quarter, you should be right around twenty. In the fourth quarter, you should be in the top five. that's walsh's theory we're going to run it we're going to throw it to get the lead we're going to run it to keep the lead and seattle does it the other way they're in the top five and then they go down then they then they go down
0: huh and if they just treat the first quarter like the fourth quarter
2: he could be deadly yeah
1: yeah well russell wilson i mean you watch him and like you said if, if they let him do stuff early that he does late they wouldn't some of these wouldn't even be games no it just feels like i remember watching uh, then play the Cardinals and uh, talking to Steve Kime afterward, and he's like, "What do we? What do we? What, I mean, you what do? do you do with this guy? You can't. Yeah. There's nothing you can do." And I, I had a friend who worked at um, one of Russell Wilson's camps, and uh, you know where the high school kids and even younger, and uh, you know Drew Brees gets up on his tippy toes. And th- tries to see as high as he can. Russ throws with bent legs, yeah. and he asked him, "How do you do that?" He goes, "Well, I don't try to throw over people. I get to a spot where I can find a lane and throw in that lane. I don't need to throw over somebody because I get to where I need to go. Right. And that's what the new, eight, you know, what the newer quarterbacks are all doing. They're finding the open spot and throwing from there, yeah. and making that stuff happen. But you know, Russell, Russell Wilson is the reason." a lot of these other quarterbacks are even being drafted because it's a, it's a different game. It's uh, to me, and I think it's seven on seven, uh, you know, uh, touch touch league football and all these kids have more opportunities. um, Especially kids from lower income situations where they, the camps go everywhere and find people now and they can all play quarter. Everybody can play quarterback at a young age and they learn how to find receivers and read defenses and, now you just add the tackling element to it, which is a, a huge yeah. change. But the the game, the quarterback position has changed completely.
2: But it's it's all Russell Wilson, yeah. in my opinion. He's been a huge part of that. It, I mean, Russell's incredible. Like you said, I mean, he, you know, and then when he gets out of the pocket, I mean, some of the throws he makes outside the pocket are just just so accurate and deadly. I don't know what you do. Baker Mayfield's going to have to go through that experience. Baker Mayfield last year. People changed the way they rushed him. They rushed him inside. He had 91 passes last year that the defense got their hands on, not counting the 22 interceptions. So he was getting so much pressure inside that he doesn't have that Russell Wilson ability to slide and find the openings. He's great when he gets out of the pocket and throws, But this year, they're going to run the ball more. They're going to be in more play action to separate the defense from Mayfield so that he can see down the field because his problems are seeing it, whereas Russell Wilson can move to see it. They've got to scheme Baker to see it.
1: I mean, you you look at them and you say, this guy's a comp to Russell Wilson, and I I like Baker Mayfield, but he's just not fast enough. You saw him getting chased down. He tries to get to a spot, and Russ would get to that spot. But I don't see I don't see Baker Baker Mayfield seems. And tell, tell me if I'm wrong because I'm nowhere near the level you are, obviously. But he seems like a timing guy. Uh, the,
2: the, yeah, no doubt. He, he's got to. What, 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 why do people people run play action to separate the defense? Right. So if I fake the handoff to the running back, the linebacker steps up, and so there's this giant hole between the linebacker and the defensive back. I can see it now. I can throw it. So Baker needs that giant hole, whereas Russ doesn't really need it. Russ can slide, and he can see it. And, you know, I, I agree. He's, they're not nearly the same athlete. Look, Baker didn't go play baseball. Russell could, yeah. you know, I mean, people don't always understand the level of athleticism that Russell brings to the table in terms of what he was able to do at NC State and then at Wisconsin and then on the baseball field.
0: And that's what I, I always see that with, with Russell and Patrick Mahomes. And I'm starting to think maybe that's the future is those the pitchers or shortstops mainly that can play football too, especially quarterbacks. You're seeing a different way of throwing. I mean, the way Russell throws a football out of the pocket, he throws it like a baseball. And it is it's it's just a dart instead of a, there's can nothing it like yeah. a fastball. Yeah. I
2: mean, he controls it like some of the throws he makes. Uh, you're just like, Jesus Christ, how did he get the ball there? Like, that's unbelievable. Well,
1: it's like turning a double play arm angles. Yeah. And, you know, the footwork uh, turning a double play is how quick are your hands and how quick are your feet. And can you get across the bag? Right? right. When you do that and 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 transfer ball transfer. They're doing that at the Side quarterback arm. position.
0: I mean, the way yeah. Mahomes. I just I love watching that because I'm a big baseball guy. But I love watching guys who who implement that athleticism. From and you get those other guys like Baker. I, I like when this, I'm a huge Steelers fan. When they played, they tried a lot of rollouts with him because they right. knew they knew that they were coming off the edges and you know the middle was going to collapse at, against the Browns. But they tried to roll them out a lot. The the difference between Mahomes, Mayfield, uh, Mahomes or uh, Wilson and Mayfield was that he had to stop to throw it. And T.J. Watt was a step behind him. Bud Dupree was a step behind him every time they rolled him out. So his decision making, like Mahomes, can do it while he's moving. He doesn't have a guy bearing down. He's got a guy chasing. There's a difference. And when he yeah. had to, every time Mayfield had to stop, it was it would it jeopardized everything. When I watch
1: Baker it. Mayfield, though, uh, again, correct me if I'm wrong. Baker Mayfield looks like he's a little nervous to make something happen. Patrick Mahomes. Just believes whatever's supposed back. to happen yeah. is going to yeah. happen, yeah. and he—it's almost as though he wills it. He's got that laid back, and I'm, I'm sure he's incredibly intense and focused. I don't mean it that way, right? But you watch him—it's—it's it's Magic Johnson, it's Michael yeah. Jordan, the talent the, is just—and the game's above going in guys. slow motion yeah. for him.
2: That's right. That's exactly right. The game isn't for those guys. It is isn't slow motion. But for That's Patrick remarkable. Mahomes
1: to be in your second year, where you, you know second and third year. And that's all. The game's already in slow motion. Yeah, unless the they can figure out how to scheme against him, which I don't know, because he can move. He, I don't see him as necessarily being incredibly fast, but I see him as being shifty yeah. and elusive. And there's a difference. Yeah, um, no, I,
2: the only way they're going to, the only way you're going to have a chance at slowing him down is you got to, you got to rush what I call inside the paint. You know, in basketball, the box around the free throw line—that's the paint, right? The only way you stop quarterbacks like like Mahomes, Dan Marino, guy, great quarterback, you got to get in the paint. You yeah. got to get in front of them. You, you, they can step up with the guys coming around the corner. You got to get in front of them. You got to be right there with them and get your hands up because. You're not going to be able to survive if he has time to make throws because he doesn't miss. I mean, he's like, you know, he's like a 99% free throw shooter. He got an open guy. He ain't missing it, you know. Whereas, you know, my man MVP Mitch, there's, it's a 50 50 ball whether he's going to make that throw or yeah. Josh Allen, you know, whether he makes it, you know. So those guys, those great ones, they don't miss them now.
0: You said the Cowboys were your team that you think are surprised. Who do you think is going to take the step back because of the situation that's going on?
2: Well, I think Philadelphia is in trouble. I think Philly's an older team. I don't know how good they've drafted the last couple seasons, you know, in terms of have they replenished their talent base. They've got a really good defensive front. That's the strength of their football team. You know, if Malik Jackson plays to the level that he played in Jacksonville a couple years ago, Fletcher Cox, a dominating player. But offensive line, now they're going to move Jason Peter at 38 years old back over to left tackle. Can he stay healthy for the whole season? I don't know. That's hard to do. You know, they've already lost Brandon Brooks, the right guard. Their two receivers are over 30. Alshon Jeffrey's not, not even on the active roster yet. Deshaun's over 30. They're an older team, yeah. you know, and I don't know how talented they are. And I think that, that they have a the first-place schedule. And it, for me, it's going to be hard for them to really maximize that, that schedule. I, I, just, I think they're going to have to take a step back. I don't know how good they are on defense. Losing Malcolm Jenkins is going to hurt them. Yeah, I no mean how you slice, and their I, corner situation hasn't been very good. So, I know they signed Darius Slay. That's great, but there's other. You have, there, you have to have two or three really good corners. They put they signed Nickel Roby Coleman, the kid who's famous for the non pass interference call down at the at the, at the right. Superdome. So we'll see how it works out. I, I think Philly's a little bit to me. They're the, my the team that doesn't look like they've they they've they've done a good enough job of adding young talent.
1: Well, let's let's go through this a little bit systematically. So we're let's go NFC West. You like the Seahawks coming out of there?
2: I do. I love Seattle. I, I, I know they're limited defensively. You know, people say, well, you know, they didn't sign Clowney back. You know, Clowney, last year they were 29th in the league in sacks last year. They had a hard time getting pressure on the passer. They had Clowney, and they still had a hard time. But I think with Jamal Adams now, they'll, they'll, they'll attack the pocket with him. And if they ever let Russell, and if they could play from in front, you know, instead of being down, the number one stat, and I wrote about it in my book, the number one stat in all of football is first half point differential you got to win the first half, you know, and Seattle has always been one of the best fourth quarter teams in football. If they can change that, I think they can. San Francisco, I worry about them being able to repeat at that same level last year, you know. I mean, remember this. They're seven inches away from Seattle being the one seed.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: I mean, it was such a small margin last year, and uh, I think Seattle has gotten better. I, I don't know if San Francisco. I think you can throw the ball on San Francisco. Look, Arizona threw the ball on them. Atlanta went out there late in the year and threw the ball on them. If you have good skill players, you can throw the ball on. Them.
1: What do you think about Kyler Murray and the uh, the Cardinals this year? It's going to struggle.
2: No, I think they should be better. I thought at the end of the year last year, I thought he was really improving. You know, I'm I was worried about him being so little. I was worried about him taking all the blows. I thought he did a good job. He's, he's so fast and explosive. I think he can get out of trouble. And I thought Cliff did a good job. You know, early in the year, when you back and watch them, their red zone offense was really, really poor. They didn't have one. Right. You know, they had a chance to beat Baltimore. They couldn't get the ball in, you know. So, but I think with the, you know, with, I think Christian Kirk's a really good receiver. I know Fitzgerald and Hopkins get a lot of conversation, but I think Kirk can be really good. Uh, and I think they've improved their offensive line. The key is going to be, to me, for Arizona is their defense. But I like Murray a lot, and he's
1: he's kind of in that Russell Wilson mold. baseball, I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah. And he can he throw is? throw yeah. from some angles, and he moves and gets to a spot to be able to throw. I think his passes get batted
0: down a little bit more. Well, I think that's and, also his rookie thing. He was yeah. making some bad decisions, yeah. Early. And he, you know, for a guy that was so little. And I mean, his unknown is now known, though. That's where I think Kyler Murray takes a little bit of a step back, is that you got a full year of what he's done. And like you said, at the end of the year last year, you started to see, okay, what are, what are the tendencies we lean on with this guy? And his size is going to – I think they're going to come after him in a huge way. I've got yeah, – uh, here's the thing. I I've worry got, about
2: him holding up. Yeah, because me too. He's, he's like the boxer, though. He could slip some punches.
1: Yeah. I've got, I've got pictures with me and Kyler and me and Russell, and he's not – that much smaller than Russell Wilson uh, in yeah. terms of height, right? In terms of width, yeah. Russell's, Russell yeah. Wilson is like a box. Yeah. I mean, he is a powerhouse. Where Kyler Murray ha- built, yeah. but just doesn't have the bone structure. Well, I, I like
0: I, like what Michael said about him being a boxer. I, I totally agree that he's got he's shifty enough to slip it until he can't. And the first yeah. hit he takes that's bad, I I just wouldn't believe that he can hold up if he starts getting punched.
2: You know, Buddy Ryan used to have a great quote. He said, "You know, the the problem with little guys is they always look good until they get in front of a big guy." Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and that that's 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 what you worry about. Yeah. You know, so
1: the Rams then just kind of, as good as they were a couple of years ago, just kind of slipped down because they they spent all that money,
2: and yeah. now now they're just they have tr- no depth. You know, they have no depth. They're in salary cap jail. They're going to sign Jalen Ramsey to a deal. I mean, the deals they've given out have not been very good. I, I mean, I love Sean McVay as a coach. I, you know, I think they'll give Dallas a lot of trouble in the opening game just because of Sean's creativity his imagination of how I, but I worry about golf being able to stand in there and, and take the, take the hits and keep making the throws. You know, I've made this statement numerous times. I would have paid Sean McVay 35 million before I paid golf 33 million, yeah. you know? So, uh, I worry about them and then I worry about them on defense you know they lose any guy and off they lose Whitworth at left tackle or if they lose you know any defensive lineman they have no depth behind them they're a young team and it it, it, that's a hard thing you know the NFL is a war of attrition you got to have depth and the Rams just don't have it but I love Sean as a coach I, I I think he does a great job of masquerading some of the problems uh
1: NFC North let's move there uh, Vikings, Packers.
2: This is this is. I think to me, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I think the best quarterback in the North is Matthew Stafford.
1: Hmm. I, I think, think he played last year in those eight <laughs> games
2: like you couldn't believe. And they had really, I mean, the problems with Detroit last year were their two-minute defense, and they couldn't really. I mean, they had Kansas City beat. They got the ball first and go with the one, and Breland intercepts the pass, goes ninety-nine yards for a touchdown. Then they can't stop the Chiefs on the final four, fourth and eight. Mahomes takes off and runs. I think Stafford's really good. I think he's really good, and I think he can. You know, I, Green Bay is the only team. That I've seen, that, that they posted 13 wins, and Las Vegas posted their over-under win total at nine. Wow, you had, had mean, a lot
1: of close games that could have gone either way, and
2: seemed like luck was on their side. Yeah. A lot of luck, you know. Do you have that horseshoe all every year? I, I think. I think this is a wide-open division. I really do. That's why I think you could take Detroit and take and think that they could do it. You know, I don't. I don't have any hope for Chicago because I'm not a Trubisky fan. So I, I, I think the team knows Trubisky's not good enough at quarterback. Even though they're good on defense, I just don't know. They can't score enough points. And then Minnesota to me is the enigma. You know, they need Danielle Hunter to be there if he's in, Mike Zimmer's saying he's not they're not giving us any idea what his injury is. So and Kirk Cousins plays well at times. I love Gary Kubiak as the offensive coordinator. If you if you said to me, Who do I think? I think it's Minnesota, but my sleeper's Detroit. Wow.
1: Hmm. I never would have. I, are you the only person in the entire yeah.
0: industry picking Detroit? To me, that's the only division that I think is kind of clear cut. Really, I just think Minnesota's like they're they're just too sound. I don't like Kirk Cousins to take it deep. You know, I don't think he's going I don't think it's a championship team. But that division is so muddled. They're yeah, the but only. But what ones you that... said
2: earlier, though, is is going to apply to Minnesota. You know, when you have Stefan Diggs on the other side, Adam Thielen knows he's got one – he doesn't really have to worry about double coverage. Right. Now he becomes the man. You know, he the man now. Yeah. And he's going to get all the double coverage, right? And so where's the ball going? To Jefferson, the rookie, who's it going to? You know, where's Kurt throwing this thing? To Rudolph? I mean, so it's one thing when you are – like Juju Schuster. You know, you're a Steeler fan, right? Juju was great when they had Antonio Brown, and he got all the coverage. Yeah. Once Juju started getting all the coverage, it wasn't quite the same look. Yeah. I think that's what worries me about Minnesota and Thielen. I love their team. I love Mike Zimmer. I think he's a really great coach. He's tough. I like tough guys. But I, I, I worry about their offensive line, and I worry about are they good enough on defense. Zimmer's key has always been great on third down. Last year they finished 14th in the NFL on third down defense, so that that's where they really lost it. And then watched the playoff game against San Francisco; they couldn't get off the field on third down. Yeah. So unless that changes, and I think obviously with Andockway coming in that helps, but I just don't know how much. I think there's some. I think every team in that division has question marks, but I, I would pick the best quarterback. Now, can Matthew Stafford do it for 16 games? It remains to be seen. But what he did for eight last year was almost MVP like. Um, before
1: we go to the NFC East, which I think is just uh, we talked a little bit about He's the Cowboys Dallas for sure. Yeah, there's nobody else um, in that division. Um, but who would you pick? Because you talked about Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, Antonio Brown. If you had one guy, one receiver that you had to pick that you knew was going to get double covered, uh, or you you had to go to who's your go-to receiver in the nfl who's and, and even if it was one or two i mean who well i are mean the people- you know
2: julio you got to double julio on every damn play if you don't that's why calvin ridley that's why if you're playing fantasy you never want to take the guy that's the number one guy i mean you could take julio and get a lot of points out of him but always take the second guy because right. he's going to yeah. get the ball it's like that it's it's the theory in vegas right you know, I'm going to open up Circus Circus next to Caesar Palace, and I'm going to get all the all the all the overflow into my place. You know, right. yeah. so Calvin really gets all the overflow, right? You know, it's like okay, Amari Cooper, I, I wouldn't pick Amari as my number one. Like Antonio Brown, Juju Schuster's getting all the action.
0: Yeah,
2: well, AJ when that Green, was going Tyler on. Board's getting all the action.
0: Juju had a better season than Antonio Brown their last. Uh, no doubt. He yeah, did. He had more and, yards, but Antonio you
2: know, got double on them yeah. every play. You, you're not leaving yeah. Antonio Brown alone. I mean, it's like Tyreek Hill. You're not leaving Tyreek Hill with one, with, a, with, with one guy on him. There's just no – you're going to get you, – you, if you, if you want to do that, then you don't be surprised that he's in the end zone doing his yeah. dance. Is
0: there, is there a corner you would trust? In any of those no. situations, none, not one. None. No
2: I mean, because the problem is, look, we all played high school football. We all played in the backyard of our houses, right? You know, what was it when, when the count was three Mississippi, no one got open. When the count was five Mississippi, even fat guys like me got open, you know? So with Tyreek Hill, if he has protection, I don't give a shit how good of a corner you are. You can't cover that guy for that long. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's just so fast and so explosive. And then they line them up in the slot. Watch them on Thursday night. Now, they always put Kelsey away from the three by one and they put Tyreek Hill in the slot. Well, they do that because you can't double him when he's in there. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You got to in and out him, you know, and you and it becomes a problem. And then, you know, and then Mahomes can throw the ball from here to Topeka. So, you know, it's like you got a whole problem there.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, so, right, so football's back. That's why yeah, those it other is guys it's,
2: benefit. You know, Kelsey benefits from it because he's away from the double.
1: Um, so you got Cowboys in the NFC East, NFC South. We talked a little bit about. You think uh, you Saints? You think this? You think the Saints are coming out of there because I, I just the
2: Bucs, It's such a. I, I think can't Tampa push my them. hand like yeah. I think they get beat by Tampa in the opener. I think that you, I don't think Drew Brees can throw the ball more than thirty-five yards anymore. Oh wow! Yeah. I worry about it. Last year, you know, I think Sean's a great coach. I think he's one of the best offensive coaches in all of football. And I think Camaro is one of the best backs. And I think Emmanuel Sanders gives them a lot of help. But I worry about, you know, like, are they going to be good enough at the end? You know, do they have enough pass rush? You know, Marcus Davenport got hurt last year. Uh, So and then I think that the, the South is always flips upside down. Atlanta, the last six, eight games of the season last year played really well. Once Raheem Morris became their defensive coordinator, they played much better. They went into New Orleans, beat New Orleans. They went out to San Francisco, beat San Francisco. You know, I could see them sneaking in there when everybody's talking about Tampa Bay. I think this is one of the most competitive divisions in all of football.
0: Agreed. My my question,
2: Mike, is
3: so pretty much every sport, I think the analytics would say, just from the history of sports, that the prime age is 26 to 28. You know, maybe it's a little younger in the NFL sometimes for certain positions. But for the top 10 or 12 teams, the way I look at it, have a 42-year-old, a 41-year-old. And then if you look at Roethlisberger and Rivers, 38 years old. How is that? Not, never in your lifetime has, in the history of football, has quarterbacks that age. Why is that happening?
2: Well, I think diet. I think, to, you know, look at LeBron. He spends a million dollars on his body every offseason. I mean, I think that that has changed the landscape of the older athlete. And I think that those guys are taking their, their bodies way more seriously. And I think some of those guys back in the day could have played had they done the same thing. Now, <laughs> that's you like say, you, well, Ben doesn't really take his, you know, Ben's kind of an anomaly, I would say. But uh, I, I think that you're getting to the point with some of these guys in their 40s where you're worried about whether they can do it because that the, they're going to go down the cliff. There's not a gradual decline; it's just going to cl- fall over the cliff. I would be worried about it if I was. You know, I think Indianapolis is one great young quarterback away from having a team that can compete for the next 10 years, but they don't have that quarterback yet. It's not Jacoby Brissett. I love Jacoby, but he's not that guy. You know, and Philip will get them through it. They need to find that guy. Uh, and Pittsburgh certainly has no. It's not Mason Rudolph. It's no. not the Duckster. You know, it's no. not Joshua Dobbs who they just brought back. So I, I, you know, that that's it. And Tampa, look, Tampa's set up. Can Tom play really well for them? You know, when you watched last year, you know, you say, well, was it Tom's fault? Was it the Patriots had no weapons? Those are all those are all fair questions. And New Orleans, look, I mean, Brees in the dome struggles to throw it. They put Taysom Hill there when they want to throw it down the field. Yeah.
3: Dude, Taysom Hill, they gave a pretty good sized contract to him. What's your belief on him? Because he's the weirdest guy I've ever seen <laughs> play quarterback. I don't. He he makes a lot of plays, but no one's ever been used that way, have they? I mean, even I when mean, the Jim Steelers. For-
2: other than yeah. Jim Thorpe, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, look, I've never seen a guy throw a touchdown pass and then line up at the L five on the kickoff team and make the tackle on the I, next I, play. Like, I've never seen that before in my life. That's like, like high school. Know, huh? yeah. It's, it's,
1: it's yeah. like you, you get know? the best athlete yeah. in high school and it's just play him all over the field. It's yeah. I mean, it you're was, gonna it's see. So, I think you're gonna see more weird stuff like this. What we consider weird, yeah, because the game's evolving. and just so many different things. And as much as you talked about simplicity wins. Some of these other things are whether they're fads or whatever, I still believe it's flag football oh, yeah. and some of these smaller games that people play, the seven on seven football, whatever, that it that stuff is bleeding in and people are just being utilized the yeah. best they for can for their athleticism. Yeah. It's
0: not positions anymore. It's yeah. you can do something yeah. anymore. I, Which is basketball if, too. Yeah.
2: I don't know if, if Taysom Hill can play quarterback in a normal way. He did it BYU and he did it effectively there, but he couldn't stay healthy at BYU. Now no. all of a sudden he's this macho can stay healthy guy. No. You know, I, I mean I trust Sean's ability to be creative and, and, and find it and plus Camaro and plus their weapons, you know, Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook. I mean, they're good. Their offensive line is good. There's something not to – you know, it, it, if you said – New Orleans is one of those teams, if you bet them to win it, you, you're saying, I, I knew there was something wrong with them. And then if they win it and you didn't bet them, you say, how stupid was I? Yeah, you know, it's yeah, one of those yeah. you just can't put your finger on it.
0: By the way, that's the first time anyone's ever said he did it normal at BYU. Ever. In the history <laughs> of man. <laughs> what do you think about uh, – let's get back and go uh,
1: AFC North. Ravens?
2: No. Uh yeah, I mean, look, I I love Pittsburgh when yeah. when Ben plays well. Huge question last year. If you look at the the six quarters that Ben played last year, horrible. It was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. I mean, you know, make no mistake about it. They got their asses handed to them in New England, and the first half against Seattle, it was ugly. So,
0: yeah.
2: I mean, I I find it remarkable that a team can create that many turnovers and never play from in front.
0: Yeah, and and it's, and go eight and eight. We were eight and five at one point.
2: That they were, scored thirty points in the last three games of yeah, the season.
0: They were they were combined. I mean, it was so hard combined. to watch, and watching every game, it was so hard to watch. Knowing that just with a just a slight upgrade at quarterback, that team could have won ten games
2: easily. Yeah. So I, I don't, you know, and and Baltimore is still a good team. I think Cleveland will get better as the year goes on. I think Stefanski will be the right medicine for Baker Mayfield, and they'll feature their two best players. You know, everybody in Cleveland wants them to feature Baker. Their two best players are, uh, are are Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Those are their two yeah. best players. That's, that's the only thing I
0: fear. The only thing I fear about the Browns is if they ever figure out that Nick Chubb gets five yards a carry.
2: They, exactly. They and, don't- so once, and they're going to figure that out because that's Stefanski. So I think the Brownies could be 8-8. Eight and eight. I think it's the Steelers and the Ravens. I think Cincinnati's got talent, but they're they're a long way from really closing the gap here. Right. How about uh, the West, the AFC West Chiefs? Or, well, I mean, I don't know how you could argue with the Chiefs, right? I I, I like the Chargers, but Tyrod Taylor, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it, 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 he's a wonderful kid, I'm sure, and all that. But, you know, he's had one good season in the NFL when he was in Buffalo. I think it was in 14 or 15. You know, it's I, I just have a hard time thinking he's going to get enough points on the board for them and their defense. Everybody talks about how good they are. They ranked in the bottom third on third-down pass rush. That's with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. So. They've got to improve in a lot of areas. Uh, the Raiders, to me, you know, I, I'm not sure they're good enough on defense. They sign a lot of linebackers. We're going to be keep, fine,
1: man. Don't worry <laughs> about love it, Love you, Mike. bro.
2: Love you, bro. <laughs> Anyway, uh, still doing that
1: fucking Al Davis.
2: <laughs> oh no, fuck, I don't understand it. Uh, we drafted yes, we a guy that doesn't that. have a forty time. How the fuck could we do that? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, uh, oh fuck, that's not what I asked you. Yeah, I love anyway, the impression uh, is never
0: happy about anything. That no, happened. it's it was beautiful. Always like, oh, no. That's the take. It's yeah, a, oh, yeah. No. Did,
3: did was Al Davis ever happy? Like, did oh, you have one no. day where you no. never saw him? Like. Like win the Super Bowl. What does he say after they win the Super Bowl? Oh, fuck, no, oh, we got to try and win did it again. What they game? call that
2: speed option? Well, you know, he <laughs> would find some play in the game that pissed them off, you know? Do you think I he would get mad incapable. that they. He was incapable. Here, I used to have, I think I had three things that he was incapable of. He's incapable of happiness. That was one. He was incapable of trusting anybody, <laughs> he was incapable of letting you do your job. And he's incapable of making a decision. Those four things he was incapable. He hated to make decisions. I was going to say, and well, you're
1: incapable of counting because
0: <laughs> that's, that's the fifth, third thing.
2: <laughs> that's
1: right. And I'm incapable
2: of counting. There you go.
0: <laughs> it's that, it's
2: oh that my! Italian goodness. education. Yeah. I needed my toes. Right? <laughs> uh, oh well, you know. Uh, all right. I Just don't. I mean, I I I, I think the Carr Gruden relationship will come to a head this year. Yeah. Uh, I just think that's as much as they want to say they're in love and everything's going to be, you know, it's going to be a divorce. And we're what's all Gruden gonna looking for in a because... quarterback?
1: What's Gruden looking for in a quarterback that Derek Carr
2: isn't? You say? For, for when the play breaks down, he wants them to make a play. He wants he wants that Mahomes. When the play breaks down for Mahomes, he wants that play to extend. Gruden gets frustrated with the fact that, look, man, I designed this shit and it's perfect, <laughs> and then it breaks down, and then what the fuck happens? You don't right. do shit. You know that's the problem. He wants the play. He he can't script it perfectly all the time. So he wants when the play breaks down for something to happen, and when the play breaks down, Derek Carr disappears.
0: See, I'm shocked by that because he he you know won with Gannon and Brad Johnson, who are the opposite of breakdown guys. They are play it to the vest. I mean, Gannon maybe a well, little more.
2: Gannon was great at running around. Though. Yeah, he was great. I mean, he broke it down, and you know, and 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 Brad, you know, they won with defense, and yeah. Brad didn't turn the ball over, and they ran it. I mean, they, they did a great job there. They kicked our ass, but. Oh, fuck. That's not what I wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: How about over – did somebody say something? Yeah, I
3: was just – do do you feel Drew Locke is uh, a legit NFL quarterback? Because I look at the Broncos' talent level. Their defense is really strong. They just were so inept on offense. They made special teams problems last year. Uh, I'm – San Diego and Denver remind me a lot of each other, where they're just so close to being quality teams, but I don't trust the quarterbacking.
2: Yeah, I, I, think, I think this. I think that what Denver's going to experience is the way Drew Locke played at the end of the year and how people play Drew Locke is going to be different than how they play him at the beginning of the year. Now I think Denver's really good, Scott, on defense. I, yeah. I agree. They get Bradley Chubb back. They get AJ Boye back in the set. They get him back to cover. I mean, they replace Chris Harris, so I think they're good there. I, I like Denver's team. They lost a lot of close games last year. I mean, I, I was really doing good on my picks, and if I didn't pick Denver in any game, I would have done great. I would have <laughs> been like i eighty percent. You know, they cost me so many games because you know they lose to they lose to Chicago, they lose to Jacksonville at home, two games they shouldn't. I, I i worry that Locke. they're overvaluing Locke. like if you said to me put cam newton on denver's team i think denver would be a legitimate conversation of beating the chiefs
1: wow really
2: yeah wow. no they're really good they just were so inept at the
3: end of the games it was uh maybe i was on denver too possibly Mike <laughs> a couple of times yeah.
2: and yeah oh It killed us, you know, and and their offensive line with Juwan James not coming back to play, uh, that hurts them at right tackle. But then their left tackle, he can't play football without holding Garrett Bowles. (laughs) I mean, he just cannot play football without holding. And and, and the numbers, you don't need to be an analytical genius or count your toes to know that when you get a holding penalty, usually the drive's over. It's over and he's a drive killer. I mean, he's the Mariano Rivera of the Denver offense. I mean, he closes <laughs> Enter
0: Sandman. That's
2: hilarious. Let's go
1: AFC East. Do
2: you think the Patriots can pull it out or what's the uh... You know, I think Buffalo's really a good team. I do. Uh, and I like Buffalo. I love McDermott. I think Brandon Breen's done a really good job, but I have a hard time with Josh Allen. I mean, he's 7 for 51 on throws over 20 yards. He just wow. I mean, there's a lot of long foul balls with Josh Allen. A lot of long foul balls. And, you know, Stefan Diggs isn't exactly a happy camper when he's run 50 yards and he gets overthrown by 20, yeah. you know. So if so, he plays to the level that they think they, they that they drafted him to be, then, you know, I think Buffalo can compete. But, you know, I think Miami, like you said with Ryan, he'll be good uh, for the first half of the season. Eventually they're going to have to put Tua in there. I think they'll play Tua anyway, like you were, we were talking about. Yeah. I think Tua is going to play week one. Not a quarterback. They're going to put him out there, let him take a couple snaps. Ryan will line up out at wide receiver. They'll do some wildcat or something just to get his legs warm up. But uh, I, I think it'll be it'll come down to New England and Buffalo. And both teams, and I know this doesn't sound very – both teams have field goal kicking issues right now. Both teams don't know who their kicker yeah. is as yeah. we go into the season.
0: I remember Bill Walsh said a long time ago that – I think I'm saying this right, that he said that there's, uh, there's two types of quarterbacks, a thrower and a passer. And you can't teach a thrower to be a passer, and I think that's Josh
2: Allen's problem. That's exactly what he said. And Bill, you know, Bill was a stickler. He loved athletic quarterbacks, so you would think on the surface he would have loved Josh Allen, right? Yeah. But he would have never really wanted any part because he knew he couldn't change Josh Allen. Yeah. He, you know, he is truly what's that guy in uh, in in in, uh, in 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 the movie with Kevin Coster, the wild pitcher? You oh, know, yeah, the guy. Yeah.
0: Uh you know, ricky vaughn bull
2: bull bull, he's ricky vaughn yeah i mean he's ricky vaughn he just you know it's it, uh, maybe you know susan sarandon can help him but i don't know it's going to be a challenge it's nuclear yeah you, Nuka
0: you, Nuka 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 you're And bull Durham and major league either way same guy but yeah there's, there's same guy right there's no right. getting josh allen's brain to wrap itself around touching the ball he just wants yeah. he's always been the kid who showed off throwing at 85 yards
2: I mean, it's like, you know, like in the first half against Houston, you see him and he plays, you're like, holy shit, I miss this guy. This guy's yeah. not—I mean, he's way better than I thought he was. And then in the second half, you see uh, him and you say, that's who I thought he was. Right. right. Well,
1: there was that yeah. play at the end of the game last year where he oh, just disaster. threw it
0: backwards. Disaster. Like he yeah. did a lateral on third down. It wasn't even yeah. fourth down. It like made no sense. But you that goes back to the thrower is, passers, that when, when it came down to, have to ha- you had to have touch to get that next first down. And he just didn't, and you know, just a but spotlight on his flaw. And he's another one that's the opposite of Mahomes. Mahomes
1: looks yeah. like, hey, this is going to happen. I just watched him. You know, the, the camera goes in on a close up, and oh, you look I at Josh it. Allen's eyes, and, and he looks scared. Yeah. He looks yeah. deer in headlights. Kind of look like well, I don't know what's going to happen.
2: Yeah. I'm, it, it looks way too big for him. He's like, yeah. are we in Cheyenne here, or right. where are we? You know, are we in Laramie? Yeah. Like it's like it's like way too big for.
1: Him. I remember watching Aaron Rodgers in his prime, and he was giggling at the line of scrimmage he's just he's looking around he's got this you know overconfident smirk because he pretty much has a feeling of what's about to what's about to go down i don't see that as much anymore but that's the opposite. josh allen just looks like oh no but can you can you qb whisper
0: that out of a guy
2: i don't think you can yeah i don't think you can i think that's the problem i think i don't think you can improve accuracy because it's like a golf swing right it's like okay we'll go to the range and we'll change our golf swing and it looks good. And then, when all of a sudden, you know, when the pressure's on and you're in the third round of the open and you got you know, that swing right. falls apart on you. Yeah. You know, I think it's the same thing. I know it's different sports, but it's the same thing. It's a mechanical thing. And if it, you can't change it, you're going to revert back to who you were. Yeah. And there'll be moments where he makes throws and you say, okay, it's, but then like they had, they had New England beat last year in New England. And he missed three or four throws in that game, and you're like, shit! If he just makes these throws, are gonna yeah. they're easy throws; they're not that hard.
0: Yeah, early in the game, he was overthrowing people in that one. And yeah, were, I mean, it's like he's coming open.
2: out with a with you know, he just like you said, he's a thrower; he's yeah. not a passer.
1: Yeah, he talks about a lot of these types of things in the book too. I got to I I get get listen mean, to that. It's yeah. a lot of Bill Walsh yeah. talk, and it's great yeah. because well, the...
3: and you you also talk in the book about how much uh, Belichick values special teams to the point where no one else has ever valued it. So I'm going into the season, everybody's freaked out. I'm sure they think he's freaked out about not having Tom Brady. And you mentioned what I'm figuring his anxiety levels is, is a kicker. He's had an all pro kicker for 25 years between the two guys he had. How is it that, why do you think this season he could even go into a season
2: risking that? I think, you know, part of it, you know, for Bill, he's got to sell. Bill looks at the player, that he's going to announce as a starter through the teammate's eyes. So if he's going to play a guy, the kicker, and say, you're my starter, the team's got to be he's got to be able to sell it to the team. And sell it to the team means the guy did it on the field, right? right? And I think the kid that they drafted, that Justin kid, I can't say his last name, but I he obviously hadn't had a very good camp. What's so now he's going to bring Nick Folk, mm-hmm. in, and now he's trying to manage it. And I think he's going to. I think it's not between Nick Folk and the and the kid he drafted. I think it's between who else he could find. Yeah. And ah. I, think, I think it's somebody that he needs to have confidence in.
0: I don't know. And you're Roar right. Washer oh i thought the way michael said it it was like i can't say his last name and i'm like what is it like Nunfuck or something <laughs> <laughs> Like it sounded well, like, i could mean, say that's I'm the pronunciation, So, <laughs> if if but i can like, avoid if, one if you know, if, if, i didn't know I'll if it was i can't it or, it or, I can or i'm unable that's yeah i was like i won't say his last name yeah like, Wait,
1: we're God, not God. allowed to say it around i'm here. a
2: god-fearing man <laughs> yeah you know that, say shit that's what it is like voldemort speaking of that you you know the the i must have watched the irishman five i mean i think you got you nailed it on the in the irishman Frank, I think that was awesome. You, you had it down. I would have loved you to do the scene. You're very right. Where, where they're in the kitchen and they're talking about the olives. Oh yeah. You know, and he, at least olives are the best. Yeah. Yeah. And then De Niro makes that usual De Niro face, you know, the (laughs) best, you know, the best, yeah, that, that's good. one you yeah. got to put on the you got to put on the books.
1: Yeah, I, I get there. i right.
2: <laughs> the, so uh, just uh, add more to your plate. Like you yeah, don't have that's enough, to do, right? Yeah, we'll
1: some olives. Add yeah. some olives to the plate. Do the
2: olive bit. <laughs> do
1: the olive bit. Are you going to do the I'm olive, gonna gonna the olive uh, bit? You're going to do it word for word. <laughs> do it where, now. Where you do it now? I don't know. I can I don't know what, you should have Fucking
0: do the olive I bit,
3: f- Frank. Fucking you do it. I have no idea how this guy gets through his life. <laughs>
2: Pacific.
1: Come on,
3: let's
2: talk about it.
1: And you got the Jaguars winning the uh, AFC. Saturday. Yeah, I do.
2: I think that they're just a <laughs> yeah. marvelously 13 brilliant. 13-3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, mean, the that Jag- is a Jaguars, franchise. I don't know how a man can be one of the wealthiest human beings on the planet Earth in Shaq Khan and then run an organization as poorly as he runs his team. I mean, they've had Frank, they've had one winning season in his eight years of And ownership. they went
0: to the AFC championship game and then dismantled the team. They were, they were yeah. one tipped ball away from beating New England.
2: And what? so, you know, they, they've they had one winning season in his eight years. Every other time, they've picked in the top ten of all the drafts that he's been on the team. You know, and so he's tearing it down. They're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. The problem they have to be really careful with is if Trevor Lawrence says, I, I don't want to play in Jacksonville. I'll right. just come back to Clemson for another year. Yeah, He has that option. People don't remember this. Peyton Manning was wanting to come out his junior year. And he asked teams. I think the Jets had the first pick in the night. I think, I know. The Jets had the first pick in the draft that year. And Parcells was running the Jets at the time, and he wasn't sure what he was going to do with the first pick. He ended up trading it to the, the, to the Rams, and they picked Orlando Pace, the first pick overall. But, for the, but all Peyton wanted was somebody to tell him, you will be the first pick in the draft. And I don't think that anybody could do that. So he went back to school. Yeah. And I think that's the same thing that could happen with Trevor Lawrence. Okay. We didn't know who we were going to pick. Okay. <laughs> that's my <laughs> love
1: part. Okay. Um, yeah. So
3: uh- I didn't, I, I, Frank, I didn't hear Mike talk about the AFC South. I missed that part. So um, you, you, obviously you don't like Jacksonville, but there's three teams that are kind of all bunched up, correct? I mean, are you yeah. just on Watson? Is that because he's the best quarterback? Uh, because the Colts I, I like- are. A more I like balanced
2: Indy. team. I like Indy to win the. West. I like Indy to win the South. I, I, I mean, okay. I worry about. I think Bill O'Brien takes a breath of shit on being the general manager. His offense is really going to be good. His offense yeah. is going to be really good. They say David Johnson's back to playing like he did for the Cardinals, or he's healthy at least. We'll see if he can duplicate that. I worry about their defense in Houston. I think J.J. Watt is not the same player J.J. Watt was three years ago, you know, even though, you know, he'll get all the media of attention, all that. I mean, he should probably play 20 plays that could impact the game as opposed to trying to play 60. Uh, so I worry about Houston in that regard. Uh, I think Tennessee, if you study the running backs, the 31 running backs who have carried the ball f- over 400 times in one season, 29 of them have come back and not played the same way. I think it's really hard to do it. I think yeah. it's really hard to do it. So Derek Henry's got a big, big, Uh, load to carry. And then what happens if Derrick Henry gets hurt for them? I mean, you know, where's their offense go? They're a one-dimensional team. And so I've never was on the Titans, even when they won last year, I wasn't in there. So I I like Indy because I think Rivers will manage. I like Frank Wright as a coach. I think Rivers will manage the game correctly. And I think they've got some really good young talent on their defense.
1: All right, before we go, uh, we're going to wrap up here in a few minutes, but uh, the – Chiefs or Texans in the kickoff game? Who do you got?
2: Well, I th- the line opened at nine and a half. It went to 10. Uh, I I I lean. I, I would lean towards taking the points because I think the Texans can score. I think the Chiefs, the secret last year to their success come the stretch run was their defense. I don't know if they can duplicate that right out of the block. Uh, you know, Mahomes is going to be great, and I think it could be a high-scoring affair. I think Deshaun Watson... We'll move the football. I think it's hard to cover Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller. I don't think the Chiefs have two corners that can cover either one of those guys if, when they, if they're healthy, and they're healthy now going into the game. So I think it'll be a little closer than people suspect. I think Kansas City will win the game, but I would take the points.
0: Do you think the uh, COVID situation in the preseason gives the advantage to the offense or the defense going into the I season? I
2: think it gives it to the offense. Yeah, Because I, I, I think that because the crowd noise, the, the number one advantage is the snap count. I think we see it in basketball. You know, I think there's that, you know, they're scoring more. Now the playoffs have come back. The unders are now back in vogue in the in the playoffs. But the overs, when they first went down to the bubble, they, they, everybody was cashing over tickets left yeah. and right. Yeah. And
1: like you said earlier, defenses are going to simplify. That's so right. they're going to make them work the ball down the field. So it doesn't look, so they don't get these big, easy plays yeah. because somebody missed an assignment. But I just That's kind of right.
0: feel, I just feel like the speed of defense going into this thing is going to be eye-opening again. Like you said, you can't simulate that, and every offense, no matter how uh, cohesive and old they might be, are still going to be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Rookies are going to
1: struggle. Oh, rookies are going to be minus- – That's going to be really the toughest struggling.
0: thing. Yeah. I mean, because they're – who you talked about
1: older teams and that being really bad. Yes and no. I mean, there's a little element of people – if there's veterans on defense that know what they're doing and can lead their team on that side of the ball. They've got an advantage over uh,
0: some teams. I mean, we just don't know. We obviously so interesting to see. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Who reacts to what? It's it's going to be reactions. It's going to be execution is going to be based on guys who are like, oh, I forgot how fucking fast this whole thing is. And the young guys are like, I had a young guys imagine. I I wouldn't put a dollar on a team that's relying on a guy in a second year or rookie year. There's no way. Yeah, no way. Because I just don't know how. At least in the beginning of the year, I, I just don't see anybody coming out of the gates getting it. I can't you I can't do it,
2: I think we're gonna learn a lot in week one. I think the other thing is guys are gonna be exhausted, yeah, guys are gonna be really tired they're gonna be it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be like fighting them you know they're gonna they're literally gonna go fight a fight without spar,
0: yeah, Oh man. Yeah, we don't
1: we don't understand I mean that speed the first time I ever was on the a sideline of an n f l game when I was at Fox it's you know fifteen years ago, whatever it was. I went down and saw the Packers play the Cardinals. I'm on the sideline like I've never seen. No. Anything that close up, that fast, in that kind of heat, especially, it's it's like, I don't even yeah. know what's. It's I can't. Yeah. amazing! I don't know how you train this to be. And I think people are probably faster and stronger now oh, yeah. than they, they were 15 yeah. years ago. That that, that fast twitch muscle, everything. You really trained.
2: don't realize the speed of an NFL game. It's such a good television game that you don't until you're on the sideline and you really see it up close and personal. You don't really visual. It's it's it doesn't translate as fast. <laughs> To the television audience. Well, have you ever watched alone.
1: yourself run on video? <laughs> like I, I remember thinking when I was younger, I'm pretty fast. Yeah. And then I look at my the video and I'm like, I'm yeah. pretty slow. Yeah. I am yeah. not moving. I thought I had some churn in my legs. There's I I thought I was the road runner yeah. and I'd look like a, a snail riding on a turtle. It's
0: like my homemade sex tapes. <laughs> I, I thought that was gonna come out a lot better. <laughs> but watching it look like a giant rooted tooth trying to hurt a <laughs> Yeah. You yeah. don't want to. I'd it's rather such run.
1: Similar analogy. Yeah, very,
0: very, very similar. I've never taped myself running.
1: Uh, That's what I'm saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: not that arrogant.
1: Hey, hey, folks, John Madden here, and I'm going to circle the bad spot. <laughs> oh my
2: goodness that was awesome
1: michael thank you you have the different you've got a bunch of stuff going on uh you've got uh the the, one of the shows you do is about gambling right
2: i do i do visa every day the lombardi line from 12 to 1 i do it on weekends from 10 to 12 at the i'm going to start the borgata this week they've actually opened up oh cool so uh, hopefully though you know uh they're they're letting people inside and then i write for the athletic and i do my podcast so yeah, it's 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 good. It's 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 great to have football back. It's great to be busy, and yeah. hopefully, I can keep working on this other book and get that sold too. Awesome!
1: I, I tell you, I I tried to get into a little bit of baseball. Uh, nothing happened. Basketball, I right. haven't been able to get into. I don't know. I've been loving basketball. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's, it's it's really won me over. This. I think that tournament system was excellent. The okay. Way, the way they present it was great. And then, uh, but I am really looking forward to football. Yeah. I don't know. It's. The, I,
2: me too. I think America is looking forward to football. Yeah. I think we are. I think you can see it in just the college games and how much enthusiasm there is towards football. You know, it's like I can't get into hockey. And hockey is a hard sport to bet on. Not that I bet, but it's hard to do that. But football is just—it's the yeah. perfect sport to play fantasy and to bet, and it just captures our imagination. Yeah. And we need it right now, Absolutely. really, as a country, we need it
0: badly. I just hope it doesn't get affected. Me <laughs> too. That's the—that's the one thing we haven't even talked about. But man, I don't know what. Well, happens. but
2: I think I think the the players and the owners have, have mutually agreed upon. Unlike baseball. Which those two, those two sides can't agree on anything. True. I think the players are really working hard. I, I, I'm sure, Frank, you talked to Steve Kahn. I mean, the players are disciplining themselves as much as the teams are trying to. The players want to play as much as anybody, which well, really makes it, it makes it really I good. think
1: football, there is a lot. It's almost like being in the Army or the Armed Forces. Yeah. You have to have discipline. And it's the whole team concept or you're gone. In basketball, like we talked about a little bit earlier, it's that star-driven
0: league. It's it's showing off. Football, you can't do that. There is always that one guy that tries to dress a woman up like a Seahawk and get her back into the room. So there is that that one thing that could possibly just throw it all that, in. Yeah, uh,
2: just uh, that, that idiot. Yeah, it yeah. worked out well for him. Yeah,
0: it worked out great for him. I'm a no-name who's trying on the bubble of making this team. Let's dress. And how about that woman? I mean, if uh, she had to hear him say, put this on. They'll think you're part of the team. Yeah, right. And what did she look like? Oh,
1: my goodness. Ant- it, maybe it was Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> they finally found him. <laughs> <laughs> we, when we went to see the Raiders, they could not find. When we oh. I went and talked to the Raiders last, that was for Hard Knocks. Yeah, they couldn't find. Uh, nobody knew where Antonio Brown was. He'd walk past us when we were in
0: the lobby. Everyone, but everybody's looking yeah. for him. They thought he was outside. They thought he was behind a plant. Uh, I, I I heard four or five times like, "How's it going I Can't find my receiver. But other than that, <laughs> like every like the PR guys were looking for everybody. Him. The coaches had no idea, and I saw him twice. Yeah, walking through the lobby during the you meeting. heard him shot angry you immediately.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they should have hired you immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: sure, I, I, yeah, I'm his I'm his well. Friend. He heard his voice and yeah. he got mad
1: because yeah. he's a big Steelers fan. Yeah. So John's just sitting there and he starts boiling over. I'm like, "What's wrong?" He goes,
0: "I heard him." Yeah, he's right behind me and I can hear him talking. He was standing behind a curtain, <laughs> hiding from the rest of the team on the phone, and then he just disappeared. Oh, what uh, a- it was! In, you could feel that team's energy being good, except for that.
1: Yeah. Oh, there it was amazing. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, the uh, morale was awesome Incredible. in that room and then
0: him where we're, is
1: he and then he wasn't he wasn't even when i did hard knocks he wasn't there
3: yeah. he he yeah. wasn't
1: in the team meeting nobody everybody
0: but him yeah even injured guys yeah yeah it was even like, guys who had so been weird. cut yeah, yeah. people <laughs> were cut came back for it we saw jim plunkett and like uh two other dudes who'd retired that were in that <laughs> meeting.
1: there was a, and there was a spirit al davis oh <laughs> yeah. fuck, oh,
2: fuck. Oh. i was there god damn it i was there fuck with <laughs> antonio
0: fuck I love it. All right. Michael, you are the best. Thank, Thank you, Michael. You guys. Awesome Appreciate stuff. It. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Great,
2: Thank great. you so much. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Well, that's Always our good. NFL uh kickoff show. Yeah, kickoff show. We'll talk NFL one more time this year. That's it. And then No, I think COVID we might do strike. some uh, a little bit more at the end of each show. We can do a little bit of a uh... We're going to talk about the NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, we're we're going to start every last show. Year. Huh?
3: His picks last year were like 65%. He was a killer. It was insane. No one's ever reached that kind of level without luck. Yeah. But he he understands the game. And Denver was the one team that he just got crushed on.
0: There's always a killer. It used to be the Lions every year would destroy your picks because they almost beat teams and they'd cover spreads barely. And you're like, how did they do that? In games they had no business in. The Lions were always the unfair thing if you parlayed anything. but. Yeah, I'm excited about this year. I just hope it does. I just, my fingers are crossed for everything. Like, just I'm I'm excited because it's it's sort of a sense of normalcy. You can't hide that it's going to be empty, and it's going to look a little That's weird. Going to be different, but it's. Uh, I don't
1: know. They'll find something. Football's been innovative forever. When I was at Fox, David Hill, the guy who is the who was the president of Fox Sports at the time, they created everything. Yeah, they created. You watch one of those old um, football games that Madden and Summerall are doing. There's nothing on the screen. Yeah. Fox created All of the it. clock yeah. being on the screen, yeah. the stats being on the screen, and people were like, you're ruining the game. Yeah. Now we couldn't watch it without that, and it's – People have iPads and phones out during the game. I remember one of my, my producer, Bill Richards. Well, I don't see people ever, you know, look at an iPad while they're doing this? <laughs> You're watching the game, right? Who's going to be doing fantasy while they're doing the game? And uh, you know, and it took a few years, but then it was. And I now I catch myself looking things Watch up, your phone and stuff, yeah. on an iPad or phone during the game because they're they don't have enough on the screen for me. And there's other channels dedicated to the stats. Yeah. But I want them when I want them.
0: Yeah, I I I think they'll figure something out. But uh, I'm just I'm just waiting for that that shoe to drop. It's an awful lot of people to trust. What if it's all Seahawk ladies? <laughs> it's the Seahawk ladies. <laughs> the Seahawks.
3: John, you should you should talk to your therapist about the NFL yeah. and your issues because I did listen to the last episode. Oh, I'm a mess. Yeah, and uh, it seems like you have a good therapist. You <laughs> seem to almost perversely just. <laughs> Almost like you want this to
0: happen because you're just your
3: mind cannot the COVID? go.
0: Or just me? That, yeah,
3: COVID in the NFL. Oh yeah, not COVID. In-
0: well, I'm setting myself up because I want a low bar. Okay. I, I don't want right. to. I don't want to get overly excited. You want a Roseanne Bar? I want. A, I want, want bar. a very low. Bar. Hey, I'm <laughs> same as Louie Anderson, See that ass back there. I want. Uh... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Grab that thing. How about it? The uh you know, around the bar.:
3: At the comedy store, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Louis Anderson and Roseanne Barr used to probably have to follow yeah. each other.
0: This next comic's real funny guy. He's uh <laughs> reminds me of somebody I can't quite put my finger on. <laughs> and this lady reminds me of somebody yeah. I can't quite put my finger in. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's the same exact Hey, see that ass back there? Oh stick your Johnson in there. <laughs> and Louis got in trouble for that $250,000 Top never... 5 oh, answers around yeah. the board Survey says <laughs> Best moment I've ever seen On Family Feud Is Louis Anderson went Alright And he asked the question And the answer He said showering Louis And the guy goes Alright show me showering And the, every, the audience went Oh <laughs> I've been searching for that For years <laughs> You never found it on YouTube Oh I bet Louis has it on Oh he's on gonna, play ah, Hey guy.
1: come on over here Here's my aquarium yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See that puffer fish
0: That's me yeah. I'm a puffer one, and then that one—they're <laughs> following around. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff. Way to go, everyone. Off to therapy.
1: Bye, bye. See you later. Wreck me, oh racket!